Good morning, this is Pastor Ken Bulgren, and I'm glad that you're listening this morning to our podcast or to our uh, streaming um, uh, message this morning for our devotions. Um, we hope that you are doing well. Again, we are calling this FAC Connections because we want to stay connected. As a matter of fact, this morning, just send me a text or our church a, a message via email. Let us know how you're doing, how things are going. Give us a good report, a praise report of what the Lord is doing. And uh, as a matter of fact, remember to continue to post some pictures of of our campaign that we are doing with posting a scripture on our windows and uh, getting the family uh, to cooperate and put together this picture and put it on your front windows and not only plead the blood, but plead the scriptures of the word of God. And I'm I'm looking for those and looking forward to seeing those. Um, We are obviously in very, uh, very difficult days, a time where there's a lacking of peace and it's really hard to come come by, especially in this world. But I just want to convey to you on our devotion this morning that I know a place where we can find peace. As a matter of fact, I know the one who is the peace speaker. Our Bibles tell us in Mark chapter 4, verse 37, and there rose a great storm of wind and the waves beat into the ship so that it was now full in verse 38 and he was in the hinder part of the ship asleep on the pillow they awake him and they say unto him, Master, carest thou not that we perish? Verse 39 says, And he arose, and he rebuked the wind and said unto the sea, Peace be still. Three simple but yet powerful words coming from the mouth of the peace speaker. He looks to the storm, he looks to the winds, and he says, Peace be still. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. And he said unto them, why are you so fearful? How is it that ye have no faith? And they feared exceedingly and said one to another, what manner of man is this, that even the wind and the sea obey him? I know the peace speaker. Agnes, 1972. Alicia, 1983. Andrew, 1992. Betsy, 1965. Bob, 1991. Carmen, 1974. Carol, 1954. Cleo, 1964. Dennis, 2005. Diane, 1955. Edna, 1968. Floyd, 1999. Frederick, 1979. Gilbert, 1988. Hazel, 1954. Hilda, 1964, Ivan, 2004, Joan, 1988, and Katrina, 2005. You're probably on to me by now, but what is it that puts these names and dates together? These are only a few names off of a long list that have been retired from the eligible names for tropical storms and hurricanes. These were storms so devastating, so terrible, so destructive that they have been placed into a retirement category unto themselves. While the names listed above have been compiled over the last 55 years and may seem insignificant to most of us, there are people who are at every time that they hear the mention of one of those names would find themselves lost in flood of disturbing memories. Everything that once was their security had now fallen. 
I've watched and, and read the interviews of individuals who were devastated by hurricanes firsthand. I've listened, to, just like you have, with a sick stomach to stories about total loss of houses and properties destroyed, pictures, and a lifetime of keepsakes ruined, and the worst of all, horrific testimonies of fatalities. In every storm, we hear also of human resilience the will to survive and outlive a storm because it is a natural reaction. It's not taught in schools. It's not enforced by law. It's a natural response that the Lord put in us at creation. The game plan is to rebuild. We will rebuild stronger and higher above the flood line, out of danger's way. But even then, for many, it's not enough. The storm just seems to keep prevailing. Memories and emotional connections, the fear of future storms. Once you have been affected by a storm, it causes you to change the way you handle situations, how you see life and your opinion of future storms. Some people leave, some isolate, and some insulate themselves, never to face the place where the storm took everything from their life. The storm redirects sometimes our path. <clears throat> the storm has a name that is relived each time you hear it spoken. Unless you are kept in the storm or from the storm. In other words, what storms that God doesn't keep you from, he will keep you through. In other words, you see the storm, you feel the storm, you hear the storm, but the storm that is swirling all around doesn't seem to touch you because of divine intervention and the hand of God. There was one such storm recorded in our Bibles in Mark 4. We know that the story where the ship that they were on was a seaworthy ship. It sailed many times, and those men and that ship had faced many storms in the past. But this one was different. It overwhelmed them. They tried to make it on their own. They tried to keep the ship afloat by human reasoning and their experience of the past, but to no avail. Then someone realized, wait, Jesus is on the ship. He was taking a nap in the midst of chaos. The peace speaker was on the ship. They wake him up in a fearful haze, don't you care about us? We're all going to die. The worst case scenario. But the peace speaker's response is recorded in verse 39. He addresses the storm at first. And he says, And he arose and rebuked the wind and said unto the sea, Peace be still. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. What are you saying? I'm saying there was divine intervention. He speaks to the storms and can end them. That's the God that we serve. Let me just say, COVID-19, peace be still to you. We need to call on Jesus to end the storm that has hit our world and is threatening all around. We understand that God can speak three words and say, peace be still, because he is the peace speaker. So I'm asking you today, ask the Lord, speak those words, Savior. Speak into the situation. Speak into the storm that's around us. Keep your guiding hand upon us. Help us, God, when fear grips our hearts, because that was the next response of the Savior. 
verse 40, he said unto them, why are you so fearful? How is it that you have no faith? Why are you so fearful? Why is it that you have no faith? In other words, he was saying, don't forget who's on board your boat, who is with you. This storm doesn't have the last say. This virus does not have the last say. Sickness and disease does not have the last say. Sin doesn't have to have the last say. Jesus has the last word. I believe that when we pray, when I pray, I hear the master saying, peace be still. I got to go to him each day because each day presents its own set of fears and uncertainties. So I go to God and I'm going to ask you to go to God and hear his voice say, peace, be still. Lord, speak peace to this world. Lord, speak peace to our hearts. Help us not to be fearful. And remember it is who it is, excuse me, who is on board our ship. So sometime today, lift up your hands, lift up your head and shout to this fear, shout to this panic, shout to this trouble. Storm and shout the name of Jesus. Peace be still. Say it with me. Peace be still. In the name of Jesus, peace be still. May God bless you. I love you and I'm praying for you. We'll see you tomorrow.